0: Like Bob on Facebook at Facebook.com Bob Bernie
1: Live. Well, this is such an exciting time for me. Every time I have the privilege of having Dr. Kerry Gerges in the studio. And uh, Dr. Gerges, I've been looking forward to this. Welcome again to Bob Bernie Live.
2: Thank you very much, and I'm so glad uh, to have the opportunity to be with you and your audience.
1: Well, I always learn so much from you, and um, the thing that excites me is I pray about these times, as I know you do too, and I just believe that God puts people in the audience right now Mm -hmm. listening who need to hear what we're going to talk about today. I, I just I just believe that. I agree. Uh, we're going to talk about neuropathy today. Yes. We've done that in the past a little bit. But Dr. Gurgis, that neuropathy is not a topic that is, at least in my mind, is not associated with a chiropractor and chiropractic treatment. But that's not necessarily the case, correct? Especially in, in your office?
2: Well, uh, neuropathy is a medical condition that that arises from a a variety of causes, but the approach is not necessarily chiropractic. It's really practical. <laughs> it's more of a, a common sense. I like sense. that, not chiropractic, <laughs> practical.
1: You need to trademark that. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Yeah,
2: it's not it's not a classified as a specific specialty that. Typically, a neurologist handles and they deal with Correct. with yeah. neuropathy. That's right. And it's a ner- which is a nerve issue. It So anyone that is qualified to treat conditions of the nerve is able to do that. And chiropractors, obviously, we know about neurology. And so we're able to do that. But we are not re- necessarily using chiropractic techniques to, to, to treat that. It's not an adjustment issue. Yeah. It's an it's a treatment of the source of what the neuropathy came from and trying to improve the condition to restore the function and, and minimize the damage that has happened because of wherever that cause is.
1: And that's one of the things I want my listeners to hear and to know. You're a chiropractor. Obviously, you don't try to hide that. No, But your office goes so far beyond typical chiropractic care. That's one of the things that just encourages me and impresses me, and the way that God has given you a passion for finding the latest scientific techniques to deal with people's issues. Now, you mentioned most people go to a neurologist for yes. neuropathy. Right. You go to a neurologist, you are diagnosed with neuropathy, and you're given pills. Correct. And do they work?
2: Well, the, 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 the purpose of the medication that they give is to cover up the symptoms, is to help the person function, reduce the pain, or whatever it is that the patient is complaining for. So it's really a masking the symptom, but not addressing the recovery of those nerves that are dying. They're not addressing the issue why the neuropathy started f- from the first place and moving it to improving the condition and restoring so, people's
1: lives. So they're masking the symptoms, not getting to the cause. No. And what not. you are doing is dealing with the cause absolutely. of the neuropathy
2: absolutely we're trying to go why are these nerves dying and what can we do to stop the nerves from dying further and restore as many of those as possible and restore life to the feet or to the hands wherever that neuropathy is
1: so this is this is restorative care exactly exactly not just masking the symptoms and getting rid of the pain you are actually restoring nerve function, correct?
2: Yes, and, and, and bring the results. I mean, the results speak for themselves.
1: Yeah, you were telling me about a woman that came into your office, and she could barely walk, she couldn't turn her feet,
2: and she was <clears throat>
1: running down the hall <laughs> in your office. Is that
2: right? Yeah, we everybody cheered for her. Uh, actually... Uh, when When first was introduced to me, I mean she was shuffling gait and she could not force her feet to turn to the right or to the left, and she had a difficult time uh walking and and very slow and We worked with her we started with the treatment, and uh, eventually we had her. I actually tried to get her to jump, but she couldn't even let the f- the feet leave the floor yeah. because she didn't know how to. Sure. And within a short period of time, I was able to have her run. We ran holding hands. I held her hands, no and kidding. we jogged from one end to the other, and back and forth. To our surprise, of course, our staff cheered and j- jumped up and down. It was exciting to see somebody who's trapped in a condition that has been debilitating and with no hope and thinking that this is the end of their life. Now they're stuck to a chair. And now they, she can't. Actually, it's interesting. After she left the, the, the office, her husband made her run to the car. We were cracked oh, up because we saw oh, them goodness. walking out. And that's, it's amazing. To me, that is life-changing and it's thrilling to me to see how people can have hope.
1: You know, that's one of the things that I love about coming to your office. Not only do I get help, you know, listen, at my age, I've been to a lot of doctor's offices and I've been sitting in a lot of waiting rooms. And when you go to the typical doctor's office, it is doom and gloom, brother. (laughs) I mean, people are staring at the floor, staring at their shoes. They don't want to be there. Uh, But when I come to your office People are laughing, people are talking, and people are sharing their stories with each other about how they have gotten help. I love to just sit there and like a fly on the wall, listen to these people in your office
2: who are getting help. And we are using technology that is not a secret. I, I became board certified, medical board certified in neuropathy. Because we had to go outside the box and go after the knowledge and the science that God has created and revealed to us. And all we had to do is follow those directions. And and it works. It works like a charm. It's amazing. It really amazes me. And sometimes even with that woman that had been jogging. It floored me because I w- it was so exciting to see how I would jog with that lady that yeah. couldn't even lift her foot off the floor, and it's it's amazing. So, well, we're
1: going to run out of time real yes. quick, but I also wanted to bring up knees. Yes. Again, that's not something you associate with chiropractic care,
2: but you're getting wonderful results of people with knee problems, correct? Correct. Uh, there are some uh, legitimate reasons for patients to have to have knee surgery, Sure. Uh, if the thing is bone on bone and it can't, it uh, is debilitating to the point that its function is diminished. Uh, but uh, but there are a lot of times before you get to that stage, you can prevent having to have the surgery or re- re- restore as much function as possible with with things that we can use to eliminate the pain and increase their mobility and ability to function. And it's it's just it works. And we we just because we step outside the box beyond the adjusting techniques yeah, and all yeah. this stuff we we do I am a chiropractor, and i don't minimize the chiropractic treatment because I think it's better than taking aspirin or ibuprofen it it's a, it's but it only serves a purpose from visit to visit right. treatment to treatment episode to episode by aligning the spine, but it does not address the chronic condition with its a disc degeneration or nerve dying neuropathy that is dying it does not address that and that's why you have to step out find the resources that is available yeah, to us yeah. and uh, it's amazing it works
1: well i knew our time would go quick it always does and and help begins with an initial exam You're correct right. that's where it begins exactly. and that's why folks Literally, I'm pleading with you, if you're dealing with neuropathy, as we've talked about, uh, knee pain and other maladies, please call right now. They're in the office right now, 614-890-3500. Call and set up an initial exam with Dr. Gergis. You're going to talk to him, not an associate. 614-890-3500 or go to BackPainReliefOhio.com. BackPainReliefOhio.com. Dr. Gerges, it's always a privilege. Thank you for coming in.
2: Thank you for having me.
0: Follow Bob on Twitter at Twitter.com slash
1: Live. Well, the very first thing I want to do is issue an apology and uh, deepest sympathy. Uh, As you know, at 4.30 every day, we celebrate the anniversary club. And uh, we have hundreds of couples in our database. And uh, I've said over and over again, I want to get to the place where we have an anniversary to celebrate every day. One thing that we do not have any ability to do is to find out if someone in our anniversary database has passed away. We have no way of knowing. I wish we did. I sincerely wish we did, because occasionally— I will announce an anniversary and find out that um, one of those in the marriage has passed away. And that is the case today. At the bottom of the hour, I congratulated Gary and Penny Cavini in Forest, Ohio on their uh, 52nd anniversary. Uh, someone called immediately. I'm not sure who, or the relationship, but informed us that Gary passed away recently, and uh, so the Cavinis did not have the privilege of celebrating their 52nd anniversary. So to uh, Penny Covini, uh all of us here express our deepest sympathy in uh, the passing of your husband after these many, many years. And I express my deepest apology uh, for announcing the anniversary. I wish we had some way of knowing, but we don't. So I would just say this. Those of you in our audience, if you know someone is a part of our anniversary club database and you are informed of someone's passing, it would be so wonderful if you could let us know. Um, uh, I've even thought of canceling the whole anniversary club thing because this happens maybe once a year it happens. Um, and I've decided not to because we want to celebrate marriage, but I never... Ever want to add pain to someone who has lost their spouse? So that's, uh, that's where we're at. We just, we, we have no way of knowing unless a family member or the surviving spouse informs us that, um, someone has passed away. So, um, i don't know whether penny cavini is listening if so you have our deepest sympathy and my apology um you can help us greatly if you know of someone and you know that we've celebrated their anniversary in the past um if if you could just inform us so that we can update our uh, our database so anyway Thank you for, uh, thank you for understanding. A bizarre story out of New York City, St. Patrick's Cathedral, probably the most prominent Catholic cathedral um, in America, uh, held a uh, an interesting funeral mass recently. In fact... The New York Times reported, uh, let's see, uh, New York Times said an event with no likely precedent in all of Catholic history. It was a funeral for a fairly well-known transgender LGBTQ atheist activist in New York City. Uh, transgender, LGBTQ, atheist, activist, anti-Christian activist. And the funeral was held at St. Patrick's Cathedral. Over a thousand people showed up, sex workers, transgender people, uh, people in all kinds of dress from... Fish net dresses to thongs to um, it was a it was an unbelievably risque, perverse funeral held at St. Patrick's Cathedral. Uh, Catholics in New York and other places are outraged that this happened at uh, the premier Catholic cathedral. In America, St. Patrick's Cathedral has responded by saying, Oops, we didn't know. We, uh, we had no idea. That's a little hard to believe. And a Catholic priest conducted the service and told the, the individual's name, first name was Cecilia, Cecilia. Uh, the Catholic priest who conducted the funeral, now knowing the life, the lifestyle, the background, and so forth, told the uh, congregation, Cecilia died with Christ. New York Times reported over a thousand people attended, dressed in fur, fishnet, stockings, mini skirts, and even thongs. Um, they chanted at times, St. Cecilia. Um, yeah. Um, the, uh, the Catholic priest who conducted the service delivering the homily said, quote, except on Easter Sunday, we don't really have a crowd like this. So well turned out to which the crowd of transgender activists cheered, clapped, and laughed. Um, As a result, St. Patrick's Cathedral has said, uh, we didn't know, and they had a mass of reparation two days later. What is that? It is a mass intended to restore the sanctity of the cathedral.